All right, here we go. God bless him. Yeah, God, God bless us all. Everyone. Everyone. Some sailed the seven seas in search of gold and a bloom. Gold. Some sailed because of a small misunderstanding surrounding a gardening hole of peacock and the place. governor's nephew. You'll find it. complicated. And these are the sails of our lives. After a tussle with Sylvia, the captain has succumbed to a burning in his nether regions. Filled with a fiery despair, he turns his mighty ship towards Nassau, where a dense fog fills the skies. Mm. I can see a licking nothing out here. She's thicker than a pea pie she is. I don't see how we're going to be able to dock, Mr. Paddock. Don't you worry, son. I have a keen sense for these things. We will be just fine. A keen sense, huh? After a miraculous docking in the dense fog, we join the captain below deck where he seems to be in the throes of a struggle with his first mate, Randy. I just can't make it fit, sir. It's too tight. Easy there, easy there. Just slide it in nice and gentle-like. Oh. Ah, come on, Arr. Arr. Get to shore the and see foley the work in this is incredible. I've been getting below the equator. Damn that Sylvia for giving me barnacles on me fishing pole. Attention, captain's on deck. What are you doing there? I said dock the boats, not your. What are you doing with your paint? Ah, oh, I'm going ashore. Italian wedding song. Matza. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, Oppa. We could be Italian Jewish, sure. Yeah, of course. Duh. Oh, you're such a whore. <laughs> hey hey guys. guys, Josh and Kevin here to let you know that the views and ideas expressed by our podcast, "Get in the Car, Loser." don't really mean much and are not supposed to be taken seriously. Our podcast is a celebration of the baseless and absurd and should be enjoyed as such. Lighten up or light up and let us entertain you for a while. Right, get in the car, loser, let's go. Oh, do you like that, Dar? Oh, yeah. Um, welcome to Get in the Car, Loser, everybody. Uh, I'm Josh Lawmeyer. I'm just in a mood right now. Uh, and with me, as always, Kevin Clay, I'm in a similar mood. How is everyone doing today? Uh, listeners out there in the world, it is. Well, shit, it's 420 on a Wednesday. Oh, well, my right goodness. 
let us oblige, let us oblige the spirits. And uh, on this lovely day, we are uh, we are looking to the future as we are over overlooking the past. But we're gonna have a really nice pod for you guys today. Today we're gonna talk about. Uh, well, today's we a very vo- uh, video uh, video game centric podcast. We're gonna get into uh, Devolverland Expo, which is like a. A virtual expo of mm-hmm. sorts, the video game in itself, I guess. I'll, I'll learn more about that from Kevin. Um, and then we're also going to get into how uh, we, we kind of touched on Smash Brothers talking about, or talking about Smash Brother community and how the uh, the allegations coming about, about a lot of pedophilia, a lot of uh, nefarious things, I guess, that were going on at, at some tournaments. I'm sure it wasn't as widespread as it sounds, but there was like 50... 50 people that have been named and called out from this community. Oh, yeah. It was ongoing. A lot of twitlongers wrote and read, or read, written and read. So, in, we'll, in. we'll hear what Nintendo has to say about that. They finally made a, a comment about that. And uh, we're also going to get into uh, Nidia. <laughs> uh, Nintendo actually also sold a rare copy of uh, Superman. Superman, Spider-Man, Mario Man, and... Uh, Red Blue Guy. Red Blue Guy. <laughs> uh, Super Mario Man. He uh he sold he sold his, for big bucks. I want that to be big, his name now. Big, big man, big man money, <laughs> at an auction. Big man. So we'll get into that, and if we have time, uh, we'll talk a little bit about Far Cry Six. So uh, shit, let's get into it. Let's get into it. All your days are belong to us. Round one, fight. Ah, lovely time in the video game scape. Uh, we, we've talked about this a couple times. Uh, you know, we've, we've discussed the cancellation of E3, uh, of the Tokyo Game Show. Now, uh, was that of lack of popularity or lack of, uh, uh attendance? Well, or you know, was we're it actually all just because gonna, of the corona? Is we're that gonna the blame crux it, that they f- they're, they're leaning on right We're now? definitely going to blame it on the coronavirus. But I'm sure it had nothing to do with the fact that almost no one, uh, from the big three were going to be there at all in general no sony no microsoft you know no nintendo uh party affiliate at all i'm sure e3 would have been a blast right right it is an electronics you know expo and those aren't the only three booths that you would run across right those like you said are the buy and share largest contributing factor to people attending they're the big dogs and uh you know that's where you i think that's where a lot of the time people think they're gonna see the game that they've been waiting for Mm-hmm. Is going to be, you know, announced or released right at that at that point. So, uh, as far as like littler uh, players in the game, Devolver has had a very interesting E3 Expo every time they've been in it. I think they've done three now, and uh, they do they do a little. It's almost like a mini series. They they keep they have kind of characters that they play, and they uh, it's very meta. You know, it's very like uh, against the gaming industry, like as against it is. the grain. Yeah, because there, there, it's a lot of commentary, and it's it's very tongue in cheek. They're very, they're being very devolver. Well, I about see it. that they, you know, mock loot boxes and stuff like this. Uh, this lady that does. The, oh, she's uh, the goat. Yeah, yeah. She this. I have a picture right here that you can't see because there's only audio right now. But she's uh, got blood all over her face. She's covered in blood. Like her her nose got like busted open or some shit. It's. <laughs> I can't believe I've never actually heard of like. Is Devolver just a a a, a house that makes video games, or is it like they're a, they make? 
They're I'm a confused. publishing studio. Okay, okay. And they've published some uh some like pretty dank shit. Like Ni- they have Nina. Her name is Nina. Yeah. They have the Serious Sam uh franchise. They published uh Hotline Miami. They published Ape Out. You know, they like published Like an indie developer basically yeah, kind or of, a publisher yeah. I should they, say. They they uh they do their own thing. So how does that pretty work? Pretty hard. Do you make a video game and then you have someone that's like, we will print the physical copies and distribute? Well, it's is like we will take on is? like we will take on all the overhead of like distributing it. Okay. Yeah, but right. it's like, but then I get my cut. No, of course. But they're very supportive of their like developers because it's almost like um like the people who made Hotline Miami aren't like a devolver team, but like they work with them a lot. Like they they would be more inclined to put their game out with them mm-hmm. than they would be anyone else. You know. Sure. Yeah, like they they like to take care of the people. They had a uh, uh, the big survival game last year, Scum. You remember that was the one where people where you had to like piss and shit and like look at your fucking uh, yes. blood pressure and shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it you know whether that game is successful now, right now, I'm I'm not sure. I've heard it's kind of a little a little dead. Looks like you're a you broke out of a uh, a prison prison and you're in some orange uh, jumper type stuff. Oh yeah. And it's very like it's very Daisy, it's very Tarkov, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I, I remember when it first came out, I watched a stream of these people. Uh, these two people both had a gun and bullets, but neither of them had a magazine. So they would each shoot one bullet, and, and then, then have to shove another one in there. And then it was the it was like uh, two monkeys having a gunfight, man. <laughs> like just like, huh, huh. it takes me seven seconds to put a bullet in the fucking gun. Yeah, games got to be really good for me to actually want to like, invest play, in that. Invest a lot of time into a game like that. I mean, it's, it's just learning like a survival, it, understanding it, uh, a survival simulator of sorts. And survival games have missed me a lot, so I don't. I feel you there. Mm-hmm. Like, man, you get too intensely uh, mundane. You, we get too precarious with all the things I got to do, and like, ooh, I don't care anymore. Like, well, oh no, I don't have enough. Uh, you know, this to do my that. Yeah. I don't think I care anymore. I played that Castaway game or whatever. Yeah. That ga- what was that called? I only played it a few times, and I I, it, I ran out of rocks on my island. Like you like can't. You, but like there were no more rocks. Like they spawn. They're supposed to spawn. Right. And like, unless you just sp- like in the earth, you yeah. know, I'm waiting for right. I'm waiting some for pot ro- to spawn. My rock harvest is going to be plentiful this morning. <laughs> But Six to seven hours later. It never came. It, th- that rock is dependent on you doing every single thing in the game. Because you have to have a rock to make a, a simple knife, and then you can make a knife into something that's sharper, that can like that takes less damage when you chop a piece of wood, a tree down. Oh God! It, it does like it's a survival simulator kind of of sorts. And if I don't want to do it on Minecraft, I don't know if I want to do it on your, you know, your the forest or your castaway, you know, right. type game. But I, I digress. I digress even further. Devolver, uh, <laughs> Devolver has been known for uh, going pretty outside the box, doing their own fucking thing, especially when the expo, uh, when it has to do with the expo. So this year, because E3 wasn't going to come out, they weren't going to do it. Devolver went right to work, and they made a uh, video game on Steam called Devolver Land Expo, and uh, essentially, it is a first-person shooter. Where you walk around a canceled game convention, Devolver Expo. I, I don't know if this is what they wanted exactly their E3 booth to look like or something. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. But uh, y- you are seen picking up a t-shirt gun and uh, wandering around this booth uh, shooting at uh, mannequin people. I don't even know if they pose any threat to you at all. 
Right. But uh, as you walk around, you get all of the uh, marketing that they were going to do for their new games, Serious Sam 4 and Shadow Warrior 3. So they, th- in their own way, like they could have done a YouTube video, right? Like they could have. I'm actually watching a playthrough of it right now. Are you? Um, yeah, you go up to booths and you can pick up like guns and stuff and different different items uh there's a robot wandering around scanning stuff everything looks closed obviously Mm -hmm. i think you're if the robots see you maybe they can hurt you uh he's shooting them right now um yeah it's interesting it looks like uh so this is what the in game would look like uh did they make the use the engine to make that they're using to make the game to do the expo part no 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 this looks this looks like uh this looks like just some unreal you know, I mean, it doesn't look bad. No, it's pretty simple, but I it, mean, it it really just looks like they wanted to put a lot of like their games fan art up, and they wanted to. They had all this marketing. I'm sure they did for mm-hmm. Shadow Warrior and C- Serious Sam, and they just wanted you to instead of I guess watching a YouTube video, they wanted you to fucking download a game on Steam and really in there. This from the uh, this from the game company that put out a a bootleg version of all of their own games as a like as a joke just just to make a joke on e, on the E3 stage for their like little soap opera they keep going on they put out a bootleg uh, series of their own games i think that's pretty clowning did they do a little uh light <clears throat> platforming of sorts oh. in this game you can do a sliding dash and there's like a he's going through this wi- uh, laser grid system to get to a secret right now and he has to dive and dodge and dip dive dodge and Duck and dodge. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it looks like he's about to get his secret right now. I don't know what it is, but he's about to get it. (laughs) I can't hear it. He's going to get it. He's just shooting into a room right now. But I don't know. He's going to pick something up, and and it says, like, it's a special special thing. You shall not pass. Yeah, it looks like you're just kind of exploring. It's an interesting idea, man. It's like. I think it's pretty funny. I I think it's pretty funny. They, they, uh, in the. in the game description, yeah, on Steam, they called it a marketing simulator. Like they're so they're so tongue in cheek. I'm I'm unabashed in how uh, much I really appreciate. I I'm surprised I didn't know that much about Devolver. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to research them and and really. Their games are sick. They're like they just only put out bangers. It's nuts. Yeah, but they're I love when some when a company does like a. a an aspect of design where they have a thread running through everything that they do, where where it's all within that the parameters of your brand and, and right. what you do. They're very yeah they're they're uh, they're eccentric but they're specific mm-hmm. in how they do it. Absolutely, right. I didn't I didn't quite put that together, but it is they like there's always something from the last thing they do that goes into the next one. Sure, and you can trace you can trace it back. I love stuff like that. I, you know, I. Wish I did design more often, but uh, I really appreciate stuff like that. So we'll have to get. I'll have to definitely uh, follow up on Devolt. I'm gonna. I'm gonna probably try and uh, download that once I get a working PC just to check that out because that sounds pretty fucking hilarious. It yeah. It, it, it all it is is like a very rudimentary stealth game, like you said, where you're just like I, I'm assuming the secrets are probably like trailers. Uh, and like, it, uh, well, this was like an item marketing. he picked up. It was a cup of tea, it, but it was like he went into a an, into a room that was empty seats, and the credits were rolling on on a projector, like you know, uh, like it was a little private showing that would have gone on or something like that. I got you. 
which is pretty interesting. That's an interesting concept. I thought I thought it was pretty. I thought it was a pretty dope way to do it. It's like I can do E3 without you even having to do E3. You know, like I'm I'm unbound from your from your bullshit. And and they got when they did their first E3 expo and they did like that big shit where they were just like loot boxes i'll take your fucking soul for loot boxes <laughs> and like the fucking blood comes from the ceiling and shit dude that's like one of the most watched like when you type in like e3 that's like in the drop down because people are like what the fuck was that devolver who like what are they fucking making doing? a heady commentary uh, comment or commentary on, oh yeah on loot boxing and you know they just there's a way to do that where you're like i don't want to make anybody too upset you know like People might not want to fuck with me, and they're just like, "No, I'll say whatever I want. We we do our own thing. We got our own Skrilla. Hmm. We made a game about being a gorilla. My goodness, you know who really uh, cares about their Skrilla? Nintendo. What 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 they about? Well, what they about? Because they do. Because they'll sell you uh they'll sell you a Wii game for sixty dollars right now, straight faced. And I, I what I read recently that they're the only like they sold. There's two consoles that have, they have that have outsold the previous ones. Right. And, like, no one's ever, like, does that. Mm-mm. Which no. is, Sony still hasn't beat the PS2. That's insane. Is the, that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I mean, it's good when you go, like, damn, we made something that, like, kids in Brazil are playing right now as brand new video games. Right. Well, what's bad is that they... They can make, they can keep updating, and less and less people will play those consoles. But right. they'll get more money out of them for playing said console. Especially now, when like before, you you had the uh, the barrier of entry where you had to like get in a car or ask your mom. In my case, I asked mm-hmm. my mom to take me to like GameStop, mm-hmm. and then I bought a game, maybe. Right. Or my mom did, but now yeah. it's like, dude, I like log on a new console, and it's like, yo, throw your credit card on this bitch, and then like, we our producer has call of duty items that his he walked away from his controller and his daughter purchased them it's that easy yeah it's kind of sad a child well, can I mean, pick he, up your and controller he had to put the lock buttons. on there and it took him that to learn that but it's like why did why was there even a lock on it you know what i mean was someone like hey this is tremendously easy to do i put my credit card in and just like just put my controller in my pocket and walked around my or, neighborhood how many and shitty- bought everything how many shitty people have gone to a friend's house i wonder and like hopped on their thing and like gifted themselves something Ooh, rough you know like that's pretty shady that's actually why fortnite doesn't do that system like you can't buy an item and then like give it to mm. somebody else because they were they were like nah people are gonna abuse the fuck out of that I, you can I, you can send someone a video game right can, uh, oh yeah xbox live you, you, you just or, here you go even i'm sure psn you could probably do it Nope. No? No, they suck ass about that. When I know when I saw the Xbox could do that, I was like, hey, you get a point. You guys get a point. Because you gift somebody. Yeah, you can't do like the best I could do is I would be like, hey man, uh, I wanted to buy this game. So here's some money. Go buy it yeah, yourself. You still have to do it. <laughs> but download it. You, because they don't even sell co- uh, digital copies on like Amazon or anything anymore. You you just have to buy the money. That's all they want is like buy the money and go on the store. By the the digital money from you know, like, from Amazon, like their yeah, like, their money. Like you can buy fifty dollars PSN. You know they just don't get a straight cut. conversion. Oh, I'm sure they do, but they don't sell the games anymore. Like before, I could buy like a code of PUBG right. and like 
put it in a bottle and throw it in the ocean, you know? <laughs> see what fucking happens. Just wake up every day and see if it was claimed. Were you claimed yet? Oh, Jesus. Well, to get back to what we were, ta- we're talking about, uh, Nintendo's finally made it, um, uh, made their voices heard on the issue of pedophilia, sexual assault, sexual uh, allegations, uh, just in general. Uh, uh, it's just to predatory <clears throat> behavior in, yeah. in all aspects that was happening in the Super Smash Bros. community. And if it was like, you know, three or four people... That it would be a big, you know, that would be a big deal still. Right. But if it's fifty people in the community that are that are getting called out or, or accused or or whatever, some people have denied it, some people have admitted it and said that they need, you know, I saw that one gamer actually, uh, uh, might Capital have actually G. said that you know I need to, I need to actually get help, and there's no. I got a problem. Know, actually, it's right here. Uh, Quizada, um, he got uh, accused. And he said that I'm not making an excuse. My behavior was wrong. I was wrong. I messed up tremendously. So it's running the gambit, you know. Um, I mean, there was a time where every every day I would wake up and uh, morbidly look at that subreddit, mm-hmm. and it'd be like five more people. He's not kidding when he says it's like 50 or more people. Uh, we had the elusive uh, woman predator on small boy was yeah, in there. statutory rape. Uh, uh Sexual assault, harassment, sexual messaging. We've got straight drama. We've got gay Cla- drama. Claims of grooming and pedophilia. Uh, it's 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 nasty. It's it's not a good look. It's not. A oh, good, it's a it's, bad look. It's not a good look for oh, for Smash Bros. Boy. It's an awful look. So so basically, Nintendo, they kind of gave the generic response. Uh, quote at Nintendo, we are deeply disturbed by the allegations raised against certain members of. The competitive gaming community, they are absolutely—they uh, are absolutely uh, impermissible. End quote. So, I already have found something very interesting about what they said. You see how they said competitive gaming community? Mm-hmm. Nintendo has given maybe five percent of what other game companies give to support their fighting game. The community is the one that has been playing Melee this long, you know, and, and gets sure. it in Evo every yeah, year, even yeah. though it's fucking 15 years old. Right. Right. Uh, they're the people who, like, you know, go online and vote fucking, like, Fatal Frame and shit off of the thing because they want Super Smash Brothers to be played in a fighting game community, which uh, some people literally think... And mock the Smash Brothers community well, as it's a party game. Well, Nintendo's smart because they don't have to spend the money because the the fans do it well, for them. Well, but they never they never gave them much. You know, they supported even like cash prizing and like stuff like that. They don't contribute no, to stuff like that. Not at all. So they're they're like, oh, hands well, off. That's cute that you guys do this and and you know keep buying more copies. It, right, right, you know what I mean. And they they were just completely hands off. Joystick and a you know buttons. <laughs> we I got it. Yeah. I got it in the shop. But uh, they, you know, mostly a self-governing, like, community, right? Because they weren't getting any monetary support. They weren't getting any, like, you know, like, support. Nintendo wouldn't be, like, put our game in Evo. You know, like, that would help probably go a long way. Because, like, Capcom's like, hey, here's my three games. I'm putting in Evo this year. You know, they're they're very in, like, they're, they're on, they're in the streets, you know, working the system. Nintendo kind of... Uh, did like a couple tournaments for Smash Ultimate, and then like kind of gave a couple people like a you know a spotlight as being a good player, especially in the like Nintendo of America 
uh, marketing. But otherwise, they've been completely hands-off. So even now, to this time, they can be like, wow, that's a pretty bad look, but it's not our bad look. Yeah, I get, yeah. And they, and they... You picked up on that, though. Yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't necessarily glean that, but because I, I don't know... I, I didn't know the, the background of of how they, they were really that hands-off. Well, he, so here's an example. The is, person, that, is that normal for, for games? It is not. That is not normal. Here, here's, here's the Like sitch. Hearthstone is probably like... No, they're in it. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're they're in the community. They're, they're on they're, the streets. They're heavily involved. And like, like Ubisoft does all of the Siege stuff. And they love China. They don't even put their shit in other like competitions. Mm-hmm. It's just all them. We run the city. But Nintendo, like, uh, for example, the guy who made Melee, uh, Masahiro Sakurai, mm-hmm. he heard people were playing this game, like, competitively, and he was bummed out. Because it's supposed to be a fun party game. Yes. Like, he literally was like, what? <sighs> That's like... <laughs> a little bit. A little hard. He card. was like, y'all... Is that... Bu- that- that's a bump. That is a bump. No, he man. was sad about it. He like didn't appreciate it at all. And so the, from that point, Nintendo was like, "Yo, Yo you're playing the game wrong. Buy so, buy a GameCube controller." But, but, but I I feel you. But like I was saying, like uh, the 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 ghosts of uh, Shunima. Tsushima. Tsushima. Yeah. Um, Coming I, out I, very soon, by the yes, way. Yes. Yes. I sent you the the Japanese cut. Um, I had never seen it in, up until that point. That was ill as fuck. And I made a oh, comment. Yeah. I was like, Japanese people just do shit different. They dude, they'd be they, different than us. They 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 their kill attention it in a to aesthetic in a different way. Their and, attention to aesthetic is different than ours. It, and, it's nuts. And they I can I can totally see someone from that culture like I'm making this game this way and and you're using it the way it's not intended. And like I put my heart and soul and you know what I mean into right. this concept and like it's a different work. I don't know. I don't know really what I'm talking about, but it just seems like a different work ethic, a different culturally. It's a different way of approaching things. It it, it has to be like the way we approach like narratives and then like building on that. Right. It's completely different. I mean, from you could the way boil it do. down to maybe like Eastern and Western philosophies and how there's like a divide and there's it's it's just different. But then, is, but then there's you know Eastern philosophy, and then there's Japanese culture, which is steeped in its own. It's an island, homie. That's like, you know what I mean? It's like been its own thing for a while and now. They, and it's <laughs> we sound so ignorant. <laughs> At least I do. I'm like, it's an island, bro. They got like culture and shit that they no no they're fucking old, bro. We're trying to tell you that <laughs> it's like very different from the. the I really m- dig it. I dig the, the as- content we get here. The design and the aesthetics and the choices that they make because it's so different than what we do. I, Dude, I, they made fucking anime. Yeah. Well, uh, you know. Uh, th- that's its own they thing, made... but like even with like um, the way that they're paying homage to to Seven Samurai in this I- game, in this game, you can play the fucking game in black and white. I know. I was gonna say, don't you love that noir filter, dude? <sighs> oh shit! Even watching the way that they do their typography on the um, on that the <laughs> and people in the comments were like. Oh, it'd be great if I could see the fucking pre, you know, the actual preview for the game or whatever, because you know they had lo- real big type uh, in Japanese, you know, describing oh, yeah. what was going to happen in the game or the you know characters or the background or whatever they were. I don't read Japanese. I'll, I'm I'm not full. It's not full one on I've weeb, yeah. It's not one I've uh, picked up on either. Mm-mm. 
But no, they did it their like own stylistic way. Mm-hmm. And and they're I paying homage it. to I I did I didn't like pick up on that before seeing that that mm-hmm. that th- this was like the Seven Samurai game. Yeah, but like, hello, this is Sam- Seven Samurai kind essentially. Of, yeah, but it's 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 going to be interesting the way that they the way the way that they're choosing to show the story or the and also that it it gives you a little insight into their culture just how they constructed that preview. Right. It's not like for, a, for their a preview. Culture. It's, it's not like a preview for our games. It's, it's not. It's Fubu. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it, it. It's <laughs> it's for us by us, and and they're they're catering to their. To their culture. You remember how high, dude? I love that shit. Yeah. Bufu. <laughs> Buy us. <laughs> fuck for, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is. It's for real. But uh, but I, I completely believed. I, I'm actually even surprised Nintendo gleaned it at all. Like, I, I'm surprised they uh, weren't just like. Whoa. I didn't want to speak on it until I they did. Because I wanted to see, like, when Nintendo actually comments on something, it gives it a little more credence unfortunately than than what it sh- already should have dictated just in the allegations themselves right like it should be a bigger deal than what it is mm-hmm. like if people are really getting groomed and, and yeah and all that stuff. Uh, no there's like, some serious like there's some serious like people who are of age being predators on like kid uh, i'm gonna say it kids <laughs> And now, it, folks. and now I'm going to unsay it. You know, people who are not of age, and there's a reason those laws exist, and I don't want to argue with you in the comments about it. I don't want to hear about the different types of files, cinema files, well, uh, Arega files. It, it's just, meh. They need to, they are working on policing their own community better, and all those people have been, I guess the word is, canceled. Ostracized. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, they're going to fix it. They're going to not have alcohol at places like that. And, and they're going to be more careful, I guess, about how they do things in the future. But it was a lot of names, and it was fucked up. It certainly it was. Bad, was. bad look. Well, if, you know, Nintendo kind of put a bad taste in your mouth, uh, you should take solace that somebody actually got one over on them by, by basically uh, someone auctioned off. Uh, a, a very new, or I'm sorry, very old Super Mario game. Oh shit! A, a very specific one that didn't come in plastic wrap that had a little uh, paper hanger before they figured before they could change the actual uh, machines in the warehouse that produced them. Right. They were made a certain way be- before they could actually wrap them and like you know in do plastic. Yeah. yeah. And put the little hook on it. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a pla- it's a it's a cardboard hook. Like it's old school, man. It looks because like some... it, cause it's a cardboard hang tag. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So someone had like a first run release of a Mario game. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, somebody made or bought a $114,000 Mario game, and it's the highest uh, that anyone's paid for a video game ever. $114,000? It used to be $100,000 uh, before, but this is a very specifically... Um, it is. It was graded as nine point four, indicating that it was near pristine condition. This yeah, is at the Heritage it's, Auctions. That's a big auction house. It, and that, video games have their own uh, like rating system as far as like their degradation. Mm-hmm. And I've seen uh, I've seen like what I would call like perfect N sixty four games, like in plastic, and they get get like an eight. Well, yeah, because you know they, they were handled before you had it in your possession, and you know what I mean. Right. It would have been, like, Dinged up from just handling in a store. 
Because that shit didn't mean anything back then. No, you, know, you didn't think... The person who yeah. was, like, stocking Toys R Us with N64 games, he was getting paid, hmm, I'm going to assume, like, 73 cents an hour. We're not going to worry about that at all. And fucking... Well, the... He didn't care. He was just... Okay. He was just fucking shoving shit on the... On the shelves, you know what I mean? Sure. Sounds like this guy was like at the warehouse and like, I'm gonna put this in a box for the yeah. rest of time. They they did not say who auctioned it off or who uh, bought it. Dude, they probably don't want that heat. So they noted. So Heritage Auctions noted that this copy of Super Mario Bros. is both uh, sealed and features a hang tab, indicating that it was manufactured in a small window soon after the game's first launched. After the introduction of plastic wrapping. But before the production line could be altered to cut the cardboard in a different way, so it's super like specific. Oh like, yeah, the box is like a certain way, right? Because they weren't wrapping it in plastic yet. And apparently, I didn't know that Mike t- a copy of Mike Tyson's Punch Out went for fifty k. What? Yeah. What was it signed by Mike Tyson or something? No. Was he it in was sealed copy? Was he in the game? <laughs> That's fucking nuts. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy. So somebody actually made some money off Nintendo, so maybe it feels a little better. I don't know. Dude, 114k, bro, for Mario. You think you just rip it up and pop it in? Let's play. Yo, y'all want to see how fast I can get to the end? OG platformer. What? So I'm assuming the hundred thousand dollar one was uh the the Nintendo Track and Field game. Does it say? Because it, that went for stupid money, and I think it was a no, hundred thousand. I don't. 000. I don't see. I don't see anything about that. Uh, it, it, where did I read that it originally went for a hundred k? Maybe I saw that on a different article, and I chose this one because it was a better one. Mm. Anyway, well, Nintendo World Championships they held like fourteen at colleges around the United States, and there were like fourteen of this cartridge. Because it had, like, track and field, and then, like, a time trial of Mario. There's only 14 in circulation? Yeah. Holy shit. It who, had, got, who held on to it? A couple people who'd, like, I don't know how they managed to finagle that one out, but, like, one of them's a gold cartridge. It has real gold in it. And, like, the the actual chipset board itself is so strange. Like, it's, like, it's, like, a track and field thing, and then it's, like, it's, like, a get 100 coins in Mario as fast as you can, and then it's like, uh, do a race in Ridge Racer. And, and, and like, and then it gives you a score, and then boom, it just turns off. So, uh, yeah, uh, Nintendo World Champions cartridge sells for $100,000 on eBay. There, because there are not that many of them, man. It's fucking nuts. Uh, technically, a thousand, um, well, you gotta put the tax on. Pre-owned in acceptable condition, with its front label torn off. The seller states the method of which cartridges were glued onto the magazine for the Nintendo Power Magazine NWC giveaway damaged the oh, label. Oh, so they gave the few of them they had left away in the Nintendo Power. The label and the pictures from the magazine during the championship showed a full red label that was just for the picture and not for what was actually sent out. Only 26 gold carts were made for the Nintendo Power Magazine NWC giveaway. Still case uh, still case in point, this is an authentic original NWC gold cart from the Nintendo Power Magazine Championship giveaway back in the early 90s. The cart plays just fine and will be worth much more in the future as no one actually knows if all 26 carts still are around. And they're probably not. 
because it sounds like at least seven 90s moms threw those away so immediately. Just to clarify, it was the 1990 Nintendo World Championship uh, ran across 29 cities, was based on competitors scoring in the highest in Super Mario Bros. Rad Racer, Tetris, uh, Rad Racer. Uh, within a time limit of 6 minutes and 21 seconds. The three games were put on the 116-game cartridge designed specifically for the contest, which uh, some of which were awarded to finalists. That's uh, pretty crazy. It's nuts, right? That's I mean, pretty like, crazy. I wish they would do stuff like that still, now, but that would it's be all fun. digital, man. They don't give a shit. Like, yeah, well, yeah. we got to spend money so, so you guys can have fun? No. No, not feeling that even in the slightest... Not really, not really keen on that. Y'all want to buy a Wii game I just remastered for the third time? It's sixty dollars again. I'm Nintendo. I would sell you Super Mario Brothers for sixty dollars today, right now, knowing that it is a NES game from the late '80s. Oh boy, I got Josh calling me. Oh, you got a little, you got a little issue. You want to, you want to no. address that? Uh, take it, dude. Take the call. Tell him he's on the pod. Hold on, hold on. Hey, hey, you're on the podcast. Hey, don't say anything crazy. Up, nice. <laughs> uh, I'll try not to. <laughs> no, man, not much. We're just uh, we're just kicking it, talking about video games right now. Um, you want to come by in just a little while? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna cruise by on the pad if that's cool. That's cool. Pick up a sixer, baby. Blast by, sweetie. You'll you'll hear the <laughs> right on. Uh, nice. Right. Yeah, man. Uh, stop by the LQ and uh, maybe I'll I'll throw you something. You know? Little little sixer. Oh, you know, baby. Right, hey, good. hey, what's your favorite video game of all time? Favorite video game of all time. Damn, that's really no, you're hard, thinking dude. real too hard. I mean, there's different segments of video games. You know what I mean? Like top three, driving, me. Like if if I can narrow it into driving. Gran Turismo, without a doubt. All right. Okay. The OG. Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah, it's one of my favorite games, almost. But I can't just go with that because I love shooting games too. What's your favorite shooter? Fuck. Um. You put me on the spot, bro. <laughs> I know that's what happens yeah. at the podcast, bud. I mean, Call of Duty right now is fun. Oh yeah, Warzone and all that. So that's what I'm fucking with right. Or excuse me. Oh, yep. you could no, oh, yeah, you can you're say fine. fucking. You're fucking fine. <laughs> all right, homie. Well, we'll we'll let you off the hook, and uh, um, we'll see you in know. a little we'll bit, just, bud. Yeah, come on through. Be safe. All right, peace, brother. Bye. That was Sorry hilarious, about that, folks. No, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Sometimes the homie comes a calling. Oh. Uh, but to get back what we were talking about, yeah, they sold a really expensive uh, 100, uh, $114,000 $114, dude, Super Mario Bros. Bro, you're going to – cart. someone's going to break into that house. They're going to be looking for jewelry. That's why they did it. Jewelry oh, like a oh, bitch. Oh. <laughs> like a bitch, And dude. they're going to come across and be like, this fucking shit, and yeah. throw it to the oh, side. Oh, Mario? Who gives a fuck? Who has a Nintendo? Huh? Yeah, especially since they're putting out small versions of their consoles now. That's another thing they'll do. Yeah, you want to – you remember the Super Nintendo? I – I put a retro, I put a uh, Raspberry Pi in a box. Basically, Each yeah. shit. It kind of resembles <laughs> the shape of a, a SNES, or a, sorry, yeah. NES uh, console. You hyped about Slightly. that? Also, really, people though. will scalp it because people, uh, that we don't make enough of them d- to uh, increase hype. That's a, you know, I'll get into that in, on another podcast because, like, I- I'm getting real sick of this shit. You know y'all can make as many shoes and print as many video games as you want, right? So, like, 
the reason you're making fewer is like because you all think you're supreme now, huh? Well, you everyone know, wants to sell out. They, it's a supply and demand, my good sir. Ooh, Economics I'll, up in your ass. Well, I th- I hope the person who had a, a back button attachment up on eBay for two hundred dollars feels like a real dick when they re- finally restocked. I waited you out. You I win, piece of shit. I win. I do win. I was first of all, I've never spent two hundred dollars on a fucking peripheral. I wouldn't. Sp- I my favorite game of all time is Earthbound on the Super Nintendo. And I don't own a cartridge of it because they're crazy that. expensive. Earthbound? Yeah. Oh, it's like, bro, you don't want to get heady? You want to get fucking heady about a Super Nintendo fucking JRPG? Yeah, no that's shit. A, that's a heady fucking game, bro. It's like, it's nuts. What the fuck? It is nuts, oh, I see. dude. Oh, whoa. It's, is it like a, like a two, like kind of like a side scroller, but like. It's, God it's isometric, yeah, top yeah, down, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's it's just an old school JRPG. But that ca- that cartridge is worth is like three hundred dollars because uh, it bombed here and That's they so they hilarious. stopped producing it. And I can't, oh, I won't even buy that. Favorite game ever. Yeah, yeah. What do you love about it so much, dude? It just uh, it's the most. <laughs> the, first of all, the guy who wrote it, yeah, yeah, is like um, the Japanese uh, Hunter S. Thompson. No shit. Yeah, like, what? like he's like, he's so like his that- own fucking crazy fucking genius, dude. And like, the game is nuts. It's a Japanese game based on what they Holy think America shit. is like, bruh. I'm looking at this one picture right here, and yeah. it has some like uh, captions at the top for like, I guess maybe you can choose. You pick what you want to respond, how you want to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And but if you guys could, see, I don't know if you know what Earthbound is. I didn't know what it is. I look it up and I'm like, holy shit, this is like a little kid game. But then I look at the, I'm like, one of two the options, two options this week. You guys can't envision the final collapse of capitalism? Question mark. And then the other one is incredible, like exclamation yeah. point. Like, what? Those dude, are- it's it's a Japanese dude's uh like, uh commentary on America. Wow, dude. And it's so just fucking bonkers. You guys want to get French fries and fatty cheeseburgers and almost fucking, yeah. People say heady shit like that, dude. The clan is in the game. They're called the like KKK. Yeah, they're wait. They, are they these had these to change them to the blue the, with the oh. They had to change them to be blue. They used to be. They used to have little crosses, and then Nintendo censored that when it came here, and now they have paintbrushes and paint everything blue. Oh my god, I see them now. Oh wow! Oh, they have a hood. Yeah, buddy. They have a hood and a yeah, flame. Yeah, buddy. Like a flame, a blue flame or something, or is that a? It's paintbrush. a paintbrush. Okay. But in the not, but in the Japanese version, and they got little them? crosses. You fight them. Yeah. Oh shit. No, that game is real heady. I'll have to. We'll do our own pod about that one day. The the insane cultist called for help. <laughs> but nobody came. Hello, it's your dad. Yeah. Yeah, you never meet your dad in the game. You just he just calls you to tell you that you've been uh, playing the game for a long time, and then he wires you money <laughs> when you uh, when you kill things. Yo, I thought this was like cosplay. I was like, yo, check out this fucking heady cosplay, <laughs> and it's just like KKK yeah, dudes and fucking yeah. blue robes and shit. What the hell is that? I think that's uh Either that's like the fanciest KKK meeting I've ever seen, or that's a well. There's a church. It's church. It's a people. This must be in a Romania or like some crazy like Orthodox church where they Nazareno do... priests wearing Whoa. capes. Look at these homies. 
Look at these these the tri the triforce. Okay, the holy shit. This it looks like a it looks like these guys were formed together to make a robot that uh <laughs> is also a pizza. <laughs> like Bro, that Blue, is insane. Green, if you have not heard of the Nazareno priests, what the fuck is a Nazareno priest? Dude, I have no fucking idea. It's gonna take me down a rabbit hole, I know it. <laughs> fucking wander wander down that hole, boy. See what comes back. See what comes where, back. Where is Nazareno? Black Mazarina. Black Mazarina is a life-sized image of... Wait, okay, that's... A, I don't know what's happening well, I don't anymore. know what I was going to read right there. Uh, what the fuck are... What is Nazareno? Does anyone know? Nazareno meaning... The image derives its name from Nazarene, a title of Christ, identifying him as a native of Nazareth in Galilee, and from its dark complexion, something uncommon amongst Philippine depictions of Jesus... This is, this is brown Jesus, my dude. Yeah, it is. That's what I started. Yeah, yeah. You about you want to get all hotepy in this bitch, dude? Man, that's like a, Jesus was black. Hey, you want to like walk downtown in like uh, I don't know Indianapolis as a Nazarene priest? As a Nazareno? No, no, nah, I don't. No, you wouldn't make it too far. Wouldn't be good. As soon as you got out of your. Uh, Toyota Corolla, I all think I'm things saying, would start falling on you. All I'm saying <laughs> are that there's some weird similarities between the KKK hoods and uh, these priests. So I, I'm sure that they're not racist. Maybe they are. We don't know. But here in America, if you wear that hood, you've made a, a declaration. You've made a stand. <laughs> you've stood on one side of the fence versus the other. You, you certainly have. And you, uh, you've said, uh, maybe you've even said Hitler was right <laughs> at one point in your life. I don't know what about. I don't know. Just wait till the next podcast where we get into the ideas. NFL player that said Hitler was right. That'll be its own oh, special. Oh, no, uh, did you hear about the... You heard about Cannon, right? You heard about Nick Cannon, right? Oh, no. Did he do another album with R. Kelly? No, what no. Happened? He just was, like, kind of spouting, spouting some, like, like, Israeli, Israeli, you know... Oh, some uh, Hotep shit? Yeah. Some, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he, he was, got like... Dropped by, no, he got, he got dropped. He's done. He got dropped by NBC, homie. What?! They, I'm sorry for yelling in your mouth. I didn't mean to. Nick Cannon got dropped by all his like sponsors and all the money he was making? Yeah. Like Nickelodeon's not going to fuck with him. NBC's Dude, not going to fuck with him. Well, NBC dropped him. Okay. I don't know if it's all under he's, one umbrella. I think he still does the Kids' Choice Awards. Bruh, he's not happy. That fortune teller is not happy, homie. Like, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, well, he said some crazy shit. Well, he yeah. He actually said some crazy Hotep shit. Hoteps say crazy shit. But he was like, he was like, if... The, he said he made a comment about melanin in the skin and being righteous. Like, like yeah, that's by what the, they're. Yeah, dude, fall, go down this rabbit hole one day, bro. That dude, you look about hoteps and like black Israel Israelites and shit, bro. No, I know they were at the dude, dude, homie, they were part. And unfortunate, <laughs> you know the shit at the at the uh, na, uh where was it with the uh, the the kids that were that sued the I think it was like CNN because they were. The way they were portrayed with the Indian guy in his face, yeah. with the MAGA hats mm -hmm. and shit. Did they sue them? They, they yeah. sued CNN. Well, yeah, because it was all started because of the black Israelites. It, like, right. Yeah, they did start it, that it was, shit. And, yeah. And then they CNN kind of misrepresented it, and it got. They're not dude, down with the white devil, my guy. I know it. I, I know it. It's that's their prerogative. I don't fucking. And all Nick Cannon had to do was not say it out loud on his Twitter. I'm imagining. Uh, he, I'm gonna try and find uh, maybe a quote real quick, 
just to round out the end of the podcast. <laughs> Since we started, we 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 walked down the Nazarino path. Why 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 does he dress like a, a fortune teller? <laughs> Nick Cannon. Yeah. Uh, he dresses like he. Viacom dropped him. Oh shit! That's all See, of them. Yeah. Yo, you know the umbrella that owns all of TV? Mm-hmm. You know, like how yeah, Yum Foods owns all the restaurants? You can't be anti-Semitic when we are the Semitic people. Um, when we are the same people they want to be, that's our birthright. Um, that They're true Hebrews. Mm. So he went off against the Jews? Yeah, yeah. He, he went off against like the the white Jews. Yeah, man. And then he he then he, I uh, uh, this is from his Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone who knows me knows that I have no hate in my heart nor malice intentions. I do not condone hate speech nor the spread of hateful rhetoric. We are living in a time when it's more important than ever to pr- promote unity and understanding. The black and Jewish communities have both faced enormous hatred, oppression, persecution, prejudice. Uh, for thousands of years, and in many ways have and will continue the work together to overcome these obstacles. I Boy, he can really put them together, can he? Was he defending the football player or something? Why did he all pop off about being anti-Semitic? I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I don't know who... I, I wish Bernie Mac were here. <laughs> America! He- do you see what my <laughs> he, he, he would know what to tell me. I I would I need Bernie to we need to do like a séance. I need to talk to Bernie. We need to su- we can he can help us Mr. suss Mac, this out. Mr. Mac, please contact. This me. isn't like John ja Rule like Christ. he he would know what to say and do right now. He's what Cosby wished he could have been. And I bet Bernie Mac didn't rape anybody. I <laughs> I almost guarantee it. <laughs> I, I, I I think um I'm gonna hold my comments to myself because, like, I, I really. I can say I see one, a, I I see a say, troubled individual in front of me I right now. I can one tell you that. Sentence that could be taken so many different ways. Oh no! And I don't even want to say it. Don't, don't not even, into I, this. No. No, I, not worth I'll it. I'll tell you after the podcast. That's fine. What, what I just. Uh, it's that's it's unfortunate. Nick Cannon should not have said those things. He sh- it, that is ridiculous. Well, yeah, uh, I agree. <laughs> if only he had know, been wearing Jews Nintendo. Have been persecuted like since, I don't know. Don't say it. Forever. You got to keep it. I know. I, but there. This is not the podcast. This is for a, this <laughs> is not. I'm hanging. I'm not. It's not, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm really sorry. I, I I will maybe I'll collect my thoughts and Earthbound be able to, was good though. Be able to fucking Earthbound looks tight as fuck. Bro. No, it's yeah. Uh, maybe I'll let you. You want to you want to borrow the 3ds and play that heady, shit, bro? Heady commentary on society from a from a Japanese cat that's Hunter S. Thompson like. And in the fucking 90s too. I appreciate how we're just plowing ahead at this point. No, yeah, really no, do. we got to leave Nick Cannon behind. <laughs> sorry, he doesn't have any copies of Nintendo you, World Championship. You made your bed. You live in it. I <laughs> are sleeping in it. I'm gonna fucking do a podcast about video. games games right now um but yeah no uh yeah give me you have you said you don't have a copy of it no i don't own one it's too expensive damn like as far as memorabilia goes how much are they i mean when when i looked five years ago there was 200 bucks like was like right around the time and i wouldn't spend that and then i can only assume it's more now Hmm. i don't even go on StockX anymore bro like since this shit like people i don't know if they just like oh i gotta buy everything that's collectible 
and then like when the apocalypse happens, I'll I'll sell my Nintendo World Championship for water. You know, like Jesus, everything's too expensive now as far as collecting things. That's why I think I'm gonna get the PS5 that doesn't have a disc drive. I heard it's gonna be a hundred dollars less. Oh, could just go digital. See, Say, can fuck you it, bro. Can, can you back them up onto a hard like? Is there any semblance of saying this is mine? Probably not. Ah, I hate that. Probably not. It, and especially like you'd be like, this account is mine and it owns games. You know what they should do? What? You know if they're really G, they would provide you with a a a, a link to a digital download of a PC version of the game, like off. Of, you know what I mean? Like. It's here. I fuck with you, that. You never use it because you're playing. But right. But then if like something, whatever happens, you still have that, access to a file. That would usher in a, an era of like being a a little like. Would be like, hey, you're doing the right thing with gaming companies. You know, they've taken games off of the game store. Sony has, mm-hmm. and in in some cases, in most cases, as long as you you know have verification that you purchased it, you can get the game back. Mm-hmm. But like they'll they'll keep like copies for p- owners to right. download. But like that playable uh, teaser, that that uh, Norman Reedus shit that uh, Kojima did, bro. If you don't have it on your PlayStation, like they fucking wiped it out. Even if you downloaded it before and lost it, you can't have it. Like they took that shit down. All that licensing was all off, and it's always licensing. That's what's the weirdest thing. You're like. Your copy, your digital copy of Tony Hawk might fucking go away because, like, they don't have the license to the music anymore. Yeah, you better kick me my money back. If I lose it, absolutely. You know I need mean? some. If I played it, it doesn't have to be all my money back, but I need some of it. But still. Because you stole it from me. Yeah, but still. But so far, they haven't. That's, it's not candy. You're not It's you're not going to consume it, and then it goes away. Right. you have to buy more candy. That's true. It's a fucking... It's a copy of a, a game. Well, but even some of my PlayStation games right now for my PS4 just run a thing that downloads the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know what it is. It's just a key on a DVD or on a Blu-ray. Seems like a waste to me. But, like, I hear it spin up, and then while the game's playing, nothing. It's not spinning, not reading anything. All it did was download the game. Jesus. So we're already getting close to that. All right, but for a hundred dollars less, I might do away with the disc drive. I feel you. Gotta, I do and I don't. You know what I mean? Like, there's a part of me that's hard to. I just grew up having a physical copy. Oh, I did. I know. Like, and and the thing was, if you didn't treat it right and you broke it, you, you didn't have to, it anymore. You didn't have it. It was gone. It was trash. It, ta- it taught you. Oh, it did. It taught you some lessons. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna boom on you. No. If I will though make <laughs> controllers better. I used to fucking destroy controllers as a kid, and they still worked. Oh, you can now. I'm yeah. breaking shit. Yeah, left and right, and I'm putting things down gingerly. I'm an well, adult. It's amazing when you pick up a PS1 controller, and you're like, wow, there's nothing to this. There's like no weight to it. Nothing at all. <laughs> there's no battery in there. Nothing. There's yeah. no fucking sticks in that bitch, dude. Nope. Just a little little board and like little. It's uh, a Super Nintendo controller it- that. Sprouted legs. It has the little rubber springs behind, you know, the little <laughs> gasket spring thingies behind the buttons. And even if those go out, you could replace them if you probably were keen oh, on it. Oh, you can take you could, that yeah. apart. Oh, it's for just sure. a it's like circuit two board. Screw, it's like two screws and you just... A yeah. little circuit board with buttons on it, just mm-hmm. like you said. That'd be interesting. That's an interesting idea. <laughs> Buy some, like, broken ones on eBay and uh, fucking I was going to say, I'm not, I'm not flush on... I have two 
one of them's an original PS1 controller, and the other one's just a you know third party. Dude, that's a that's a EB Games exclusive. That bad boy. That that looks like uh like Mad Cats wasn't even a thing yet. Dude, that's like old as fuck, right? Angry felines. <laughs> <laughs> fucking controller. All right, man. Well, shit. This has been fun. It's been nice talking about uh, some video games for for a nice change. Um, want to send us home? Absolutely, bud. All right. Love you guys. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Yes, thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, we appreciate it as always. Uh, we are an audio-based podcast based anywhere that you can listen and consume podcasts, but especially at soundcloud.com slash getinthecarloser. Uh, we have a Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash get underscore in the car loser. And we have a an email address that you can hit us up with with questions, comments, and concerns at getinthecarpodcast at gmail.com. We really appreciate you guys listening. We hope that if you like this, you tell other people about it, maybe post it on your feeds, on your Meow Meow Beans yeah, feeds or whatever. Put some, put some wind in our sails, as uh, the great uh, Adam Carolla says. We would, we would really appreciate it. And uh, until next time, guys, it is time to get out of the car. Bye-bye. Love you all.